All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely honored to have on board. Of course, everything dies on me. There you go. It's, it's absolutely honored to have on board Gabriel, Diana, and Etta Devine, the actors and the directors and the writers from this epic new movie, Diana and Devine Meet the Apocalypse. Kind of stumbled coming out of the gates on that one because right when I was reading my intro, my laptop timed out on me. How are you guys doing? We're great, and uh, great job, by the way, on pronouncing our names. A lot of people don't get that right. Really? Is that true? Is really? Yeah, a lot of times, uh, Danny and Devine, we guess. <laughs> All right. You got right out of the gate, you got it right. Stumbled- my Starbucks name is Anna, so I just, I don't even try. Awesome. I stumbled with the intro and recovered, uh, recovered with the name pronunciation. <laughs> and your laptop dying is very relevant to the movie, so. Yes. Laptop. All laptops are dead in our movie. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Let's talk about it, man. This, this is um, I saw the trailer and it was really funny. Um, so I guess. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I re- it's, it's funny. It's genuinely a funny. It's funny. I can't wait to see the whole thing. Um, so just talk a little bit about how it all came about. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we did a uh, a film a couple years ago called The Selling, which was a comedy about a real estate uh, agent trying to sell a haunted house. And uh, while we were on the festival circuit with that one, we were trying to think of what the next movie was going to be. And uh, we realized that uh, if you shoot out in the desert, you've got free production design, free lighting. Uh, so it, uh, it became a little bit of a practicality. We like apocalypse movies. And, you know, when you're, uh, when you're struggling to make ends meet and you're sort of thinking, oh, you know, I, I hope that my time will come. Uh, we thought it would be funny if... Uh, it would be just our luck that if our time did come, that uh, the civilization would collapse around that time. So we started running a movie around that idea. And we're um, comedians also, so mm-hmm. we play versions of, our, of ourselves in this movie. And it was an opportunity. We've, we haven't done a lot of our um, uh, our live act on online. We haven't put it a lot online, so we thought it would be a nice opportunity to do some of our sketches and, and commer- commemorate them and maybe retire a couple of them by, uh, by putting them on film. Good stuff. Now, how long have you guys been performing comedy together? It's a great question. Um, probably like seven years. Oh, I don't know. Um, I I wanted to start lying about how long we've been together because I don't like the math on that. <laughs> 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 yeah, if people start doing math, then they can sort of uh, figure out how old we are. You know, um, yeah, but we've been, we were together for a couple of years, and decided, and I was in a sketch comedy group, um, and uh, and she was doing uh, side projects with other people, and we decided, hey, let's start working together, and we were a big fan. And you only have to take one car. There's that. Uh, only have to take one car. And I've always been a big fan of comedy teams, uh, comedy duos, and I'd always wanted to be in one, so we decided to do kind of a uh, Burns and Allen, Nichols and Bay type of uh, two-person comedy duo. And sort of uh, take that on the road. So then, so then, um, when when so was this, is the first movie out there together? The selling was that the first one? Yeah, yeah, that's the first one that we did. That came out in uh, twenty twelve. Which really caught my attention because I, w- I watched that trailer too, and I'm actually a paranormal investigator on the side for real. So it was oh, pretty, cool. Yeah, we actually have a team out here, and we we investigate. 
like notoriously haunted places like the Myrtles Plantation in uh, Louisiana. We've done that one. And do you know that movie? It just it just it just ended in the theaters. Called Free State of Jones. Matthew McConaughey played in it. Have you heard of that? Oh movie? no, I haven't seen it. Have you heard of it? I've heard the name. I don't know. What it is. is it a ghost story? No, it's actually it's a it's a Civil War movie about a guy named Newt Knight. Oh yeah, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that there's a there's a house in that movie called the Decent Home, where Newt Knight actually shot a Confederate general back in 1863, and um, so we went in that house and investigated like like maybe a month and a half ago and. Got all kinds of crazy stuff. Anyway, we're getting kind of sidetracked. But anyway, your movie, The Selling, I was thinking of that, you know, investigating that that house when I saw that trailer, so that's pretty cool. Well, cool, yeah. Uh, check it out. We tried to do our research on uh, how to get the uh, the ghost uh, stuff right. So check it out and see if we did a, did a good job or not. I will. There's so many beautiful houses, uh, old houses in Los Angeles, um, and... and We've shot in a really gorgeous craftsman in the West Adams district. Nice. There really is. I have family in West Covina, so I'm out in L.A. a couple times a year. I love it out there. Yeah. So let's talk about the what, how you guys funded this movie. That's really in- interesting. Um, I've had GoFund accounts for different charities that, that I do with things. I just really never thought about how it, how it could be also be used to make movies. It's a great idea. Really hard though. Yeah, it's as hard as making a movie. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just about uh, just about the other day trying to do it. We raised uh, over a hundred thousand dollars on Kickstarter um, to make the film for the, the funding for the film, and uh, we did a month long campaign and we released a new video every day uh, to have content out there. And we used uh, our actors in the movie, um, people that, that you may be having on the show later, uh, which we're excited about. And uh, we had these people doing um, comedy sketches to sort of get it out there. And, uh, and yeah, just a lot of hustling. And, uh, and little by little, we finally got there. And uh, it didn't look like we were going to make it, but we, we pulled it through in the end. Was your initial goal 100000 or did you guys shoot a little bit lower and then raise it when you made, when you made that goal? Our goal was one hundred. Wow. 100 was, was shooting low and then hoping that we made that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we just barely made that. So then we uh, then you're like, okay, well, this is what we have, so this is what we're going to make the movie for. You know what's cool about that, though? When people actually feel more involved. Like, oh, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It takes, um, I mean, right now you're interviewing us, but, like, so many people were involved in making this movie. And in any film... That's uh, why I always encourage people to stay for the end of the credits because that, that, that's those people's curtain calls. So many people helped us make this movie. All the Kickstarter backers, over a thousand people, mm. um, contributed to the campaign and uh, were like sharing our videos and rooting, rooting us on. And I can't tell you how many people um, told me after the campaign that you know they were just sitting on the edge of their seats as the you know minute ticked down to the end, and uh, and that's so 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 nice. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a wonderful compliment and an honor to, uh, to have people root for us. And one of the things that I I really like about Kickstarter in particular is that I feel like the, the all or nothing uh, thing about it, you know, it really does get people mm-hmm. involved. Like, if you don't make it, you don't make it. And I think that really puts the fire under people's butts. Yeah. And, uh, 
Also, if we'd only raised ten thousand dollars to make this movie, we wouldn't be allowed to make it. Right. Movie, no. so. <laughs> uh, and we'd still be on the hook to deliver it. Yeah. So that's why we like the all or nothing model here. Yeah, and and again, the 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 involvement people feel, I think that's big. You know, um, as opposed to just going to a movie theater, pay you know, pay for your ticket, and you enjoy it, of course, and then you go home. But with with this kind of a situation, you really you feel like you're part of it. Yeah, people have ownership over it, and they they feel involved, and they've watched us, you know, through our updates over the uh, couple of years that it's taken us to finish the film, to sort of see all the behind the scenes stuff. So they're emotionally involved and uh, excited about it when we released the trailer a couple of days ago like uh, everyone was out there sharing the trailer and liking the trailer and pushing it out there so that we could get uh, get views and exposure for it which was really really wonderful and you know the people who were go ahead go ahead oh no we've had people who were backers on the last movie who backed this one who you know came out to Big Bear to be in the movie and like you know they're basically just our friends now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got we've got friends uh, all over the country now yeah. and world. That's awesome, man. You know, you, you mentioned before about the cast. It's 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 a loaded cast. You guys got some really good actors in this thing. It's not like, you know, these are actors that have very very impressive resumes that are in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got uh, Armin Shimmerman from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Harry Groner from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and tons of other stuff. Barry Boston from Rocky Horror Fiction Show, Kristen Vangsness from Criminal Minds. Just the list goes on and on. And we've, we're lucky in that we've uh, we've been in Los Angeles for a while and long enough to uh, meet some of these people, become friends with these people, um, so that when we and they trust us, so that when we say that we're making something and we're making it dirt cheap. They love to work enough, and they uh, trust us enough that they're willing to come out and, um, and help us to, to get something made, and so we can have those actors with those resumes, with that talent, in order to um, it gives the the project legitimacy. Yeah, Harry's going to be on my podcast tomorrow night. By the way, I'm not sure if he knew that. And um, fantastic, he, he's so great. He is. He's, all, he's such a sweetheart. He's a great. He's a great guy. Well, I did some research on him. Watched some of his his. Uh, some of his interviews on YouTube, I can tell he's going to be a really easy, approachable person. He's a very, yeah. very nice guy. He's so lovely. We're all we're part of the same uh, theater group here in Los Angeles. That's how we met him uh, and his wife Dawn, who is mm-hmm. also in the movie, and Armin and, and his wife Kitty. Um, and so, yeah, we're all involved in the theater group, and they're just all lovely people. And, yes, yes. MTS, yeah. And we shot out in uh, Big Bear for one of the big uh, end uh, climactic sequences out of a uh, cabin out there. And it was like a, a summer... It's more than a cabin. It's a beautiful, beautiful house. Right. <laughs> yes, it's a jackrabbit ranch in Big Bear. If yeah. anyone wants to rent it, you know, spend the night where this movie was shown. <laughs> we'll have their wedding there. They do a lot of weddings. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really beautiful out there. Um, but it was like a summer camp. And all of these, uh, these veteran actors were just sort of hanging out and uh, chipping in and uh, having pancakes and Bear coffee in the morning. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was a real sort of familial uh, atmosphere, and um, it was just really a lovely, a lovely feeling on set. And everyone had a, had fun, uh, which was nice. Yeah. And uh, um, Harry and his wife Dawn uh, sing a number in the movie oh, that is just the most adorable thing. Ever. Oh, I can't wait to see that. I saw one of his it's other. A, I've seen him sing. In the, in, I've seen him sing some Broadway stuff too. He's very talented. Very talented. Oh, yeah. He's also a Star Trek guy. He was also in Star Trek. Yeah. Yes, he was, indeed. Yeah, man. He's got the Star 
check hook up. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's good stuff. Um, what other than raising the money? What was the biggest challenge about making the movie? Good question. Because it can go wrong at any point in right. the film. If, if uh, the camera's off, it's ruined. If the sound doesn't work, it's ruined. Like every, I would say, like everything is the most important thing on a yeah. movie because uh, it can go wrong at any point. I'm trying to think, like, what was the most challenging? I feel like you know, in, in real estate, they always say you can have like a good neighborhood, a nice place, or like cheap but you can't have all three. Mm. Like filmmaking is the same. You can have fast or cheap or good, but you can't have all three. Well, we have good and cheap, but we don't have fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just been like slow slog through the mud. Just, wow. you know, pulling the rope every day is... <laughs> yeah, we wrapped we wrapped shooting uh, we wrapped shooting two years ago, and then had been doing post production since then. And so that and that's the thing when you don't have a lot of money, you just have to take you just have to take a lot of time in order to do it because we have a lot of people who are working on the film who are very passionate and excited, but you know we don't have a lot of money to pay them, so they are doing it when they can and their mm. free time around the rest of their schedule uh, and that's been the most um, that's been the hardest part because we have these Kickstarter backers who we want to get this movie to you know um, so we feel a responsibility to them to, and also we'd like to move on with our lives sure. so. <laughs> <laughs> every day you know now the movie's getting really good reviews did I read somewhere that the Huffington Post really really bragged about it is that, is that, did I read that right that was the maybe the selling. Oh, okay. There hasn't been reviews yet. There was a review in Huffington Post. Yeah, we we had uh, rave reviews for the first movie. The, the movie's not available for a review yet. Okay, um, we have our premiere at the Austin Film Festival in October, which we're very excited about. Yeah. And hopefully, rave reviews will be coming out then. Well, fingers crossed. We'll see. There you go. Maybe I'll come out to Austin. Austin's a great place. Yeah, please. I used to live just south of there. I used to like live on Sixth Street, just about. Like, oh, where should we go eat while we're there? Let me tell you something. There's a lot of really good places in, in, in Austin to go eat. Um, if you have time, if you can get maybe an hour south of there, there's a place called New Braunfels, Texas. It's um, it was settled by Germans. It's a very German, if you like German food. Um, it's, it's just delicious. And there's a lot of German bar restaurants, and there's a lot of German culture there. It's, it's really a unique oh. place. That's really fun. Yeah, and it's a, there's the, uh, depending on, so when is it, when is the festival, what month? October 13th through the 20th. Okay, so it's, it's still fairly warm. During the tourist season, the Guadalupe River runs right through that area. It's called the Hill Country, and it's beautiful. It's just this river that winds through these rolling hills, and people come and tube down the river, and they have cabins alongside it. To, to, if you want to sleep over there and rent out a cabin, it's just beautiful. It's just south of Austin. Sounds lovely. Yeah, I think we've never guys, been. We're excited to go. Yeah. yeah, you guys are gonna have a great time. All right, so who came up with a pocket tip? That is hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing like my butt off watching those. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. Um, I'm a uh, I'm a mansplainer guy, so I'll, I'll, like 
I'm tempted to take credit for it, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll say go for it. One of us came up with it with the word of pocket test, and then someone said we were good to, only going to do like ten, and then uh, there was someone who suggested that we do one every day of the campaign. For some reason, we thought that would be a good idea. So our campaign, making all the videos, it took us about five months yeah. of, uh, of work making uh, all the videos for our campaign. Yeah. So that we have one for each day, and it was uh, it was quite a slog, but a lot of fun. And um, one of our friends, Dan Jenkins, did a bunch of VFX work for it that yeah. really made them very fun and cool. Um, so, yeah, we're very, very proud of the campaign. It was a lot of fun. And people can watch it on our um, YouTube channel, youtube.com uh, slash Diani Divine. So there's a pocket tips, one every day, for tips for uh, surviving the apocalypse, and then there were a bunch of other videos. We had Janet Barney from Legend of Korra, cosplaying as Korra, and Armin and Harry as uh, the mayor, um, and uh, Quark, and uh, <laughs> well, they were as themselves, right. sort, of, uh, right. sort of playing with the, the associations that we have with them. Other, you, know what, you know which one made me laugh the hardest? What? Bring an umbrella. The dog, the wet dog was killing me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Whose dog is that? Is, is that your dog, Etta? Yeah. That our our <laughs> own pets are in the movie. Our dog Watson and our cat Peel, and uh, that was shot in our friend's backyard with, with a hose, with a hose uh, <laughs> just above us. Um, that was really fun. The dog was, just kept watching off, so we kept having to add it more and more. The dog had that look like, "Are you kidding me, man? Get me out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a big not a big fan of baths. Yeah, yeah. He's also. He, uh, he's a very good actor, but he doesn't understand why you need to do more than one take. Yeah. It's so funny. He, uh, during the movie, he always wanted to hang out in the, in the van with the camera. And uh, so whenever we'd have to go back to one, he'd be like, what? Why can't I hang out with my friend? He has to walk on the hot road. Yeah. Why can't I lay down? <laughs> we just did this, guys. That's great. I was good. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say the cat's a bit of a diva, though. She, uh, yeah, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't like to work. So yeah. we we wrote her part to be uh, mostly mostly in a cardboard box. So the spoiler <laughs> she's uh, she's not really in the box. Just <laughs> the box that we're carrying around. We weren't that cruel to our cat. No, I wouldn't think so. You know what's really funny is the, is the scenes like when when. Well, I want to say zombies, but they're not zombies. You know what I mean? When you're running across the desert and from the people with the swords and they're chasing well, after yeah. you, the face expressions are are classic. I mean, they're, they're, I was <laughs> cracking up man, just watching the face expressions. Well, one thing, and I'm glad we got this advice. I forget who told us, but someone told us that it's really, really hard to get people who are running not to smile. Like, it's something that they just want to do. When you're running, you want to... Yeah. And because it was, even though it was really hot and kind of miserable out there, um, that people really wanted to because you know it was just so weird, like to be running out there in these great costumes. And so we're like, you know, guys, just really don't smile, don't smile. And so like they were probably just doing all these bizarre grimaces, trying not to smile. Yeah. We just beat it into them not to. So they had these amazing facial expressions. So you notice that. So you, so you notice that too. The face expression yeah, yeah. very good. They're amazing. Was, they, um, that's, doing that in slow motion was actually the idea of our cinematographer, Fatih mm -hmm. uh, uh, Schubert, who uh, suggested, hey, let's, uh, let's shoot this in slow motion. And so then we get the great gag of being in slow motion and then suddenly uh, coming out into uh, real time, which I think heightens the joke. 
and the whole idea of that is we wanted to it to be like coming across another movie. Yeah. Right. A different style of movie sort of just uh, crosses paths with ours. It kind of has a, like a Mad Max ring to it. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And all those costumes, the, um, the, the, cool costumes. the, the female <laughs> archer that's, uh, that's running the Yeah, yeah. That, who looks so amazing. The, uh, the, she provided the costumes for us. She was a friend of a friend, and we were posting on Facebook saying, hey, does anyone have anything that looks Mad Maxy? Yeah, we were thinking really? like, oh, like Burning Man kind of. Yeah, and she's a Burning Man person, yeah. and uh, and this was a person that we didn't know who volunteered, yeah. and like they brought some of their friends out, and then we had friends who came, and she supplied them with costumes, and everyone pulled. Different we're totally friends now. Yeah, you're friends now. But like that's the type of sort of community yeah. that's just really wonderful that happens when you're making something uh, at the level. And she suggested the location too, right? Yeah, yeah, that salt flat out there. Yeah, because it's um, it's this amazing salt flat, and it's it's somewhere that people go. She goes there to practice um, fire archery, and it's somewhere mm. people go to set off um, rockets too, because it's like the only place you won't start a fire. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Sand doesn't really burn. We really wanted to get a shot of her firing off a fire arrow, but it just, just ran out. Of we time. ran out of time. Wow. You know, chemistry is really big, isn't it? It's really, really important to have good chemistry when you're filming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that was one of the wonderful things about uh, casting a lot of people that we do is that um, it's already had kind of an ensemble feeling with yeah. everyone, and, and everyone sort of knew how to work together, and there was a lot of sort of like tiptoeing around. And because we have to work so fast, I never for a second worried about people being good actors because I already knew that they were. So. Yeah, yeah, true. True. Hey, let me ask you this. So, like, I've asked you a bunch of questions now. How many times have you guys looked at one another right in the eyes, and, like, at, at the same time, like, wait, waiting to answer? <laughs> I've noticed that you guys do that. That's why I asked. I, I think it's cute. <laughs> have you noticed that? Anybody ever point that out? Probably every question. <laughs> See? Isn't that awesome? I was watching some of your interviews when I was researching, and, like, one of the, the interviewer would ask a question. It's like, instinctively, you guys just swing around and, like, look at each other. And then, they, and then you answer it. <laughs> well, uh, I, I have a tendency to talk a lot. So a lot of times I'll check in to be like, you want to take this one? And then there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I hadn't even thought of it. There's a lot of that uh, nonverbal uh, communication yeah. that the couples have. <laughs> That's great, man. It's, it's, it's really a great thing. So let me ask you this. Um, What's the, like, what would be the wow moment with this movie? Obviously, you know, you want to do kick-butt-and-take-names in Austin. Like, what's the process? Like, how, how could this film end up in big screens all the way across, like, in the country? How does that work? It's, um, it's kind of a luck of the lottery. They, uh, yeah. It's never been easier to make a movie, quote-unquote easier, uh, with the technology that's available. It makes it... Um, uh, somewhat affordable for people to make movies and it, it makes it uh, something that we it makes it possible for us to do it whereas before it wouldn't be but uh, the problem with that is it makes it easier for everywhere across the board so there's a glut of content out on the market a glut mm. of movies out there and so it's real hard to cut through the clutter yeah yeah, yeah if you, I mean I forget what the numbers were this year but I know like last year the you know Sundance is getting like you know five six thousand I don't know that's the number I'm just pulling that out of my butt sure, kind sure. of a feature and, and you know that's insane that's crazy so really it's about it, it would take the right person seeing it liking it and um, help that person being a distributor right. who wanted to uh, to put it out there in a big way 
Um, really, our, our main goal with this film uh, was to make something that was hopefully good that people will enjoy and maybe expand our audience base a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything outside of that is going to be icing on the cake. Right. Rest of it's gravy after that, huh? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's really, it's really a privilege to be able to make stuff. Uh, yeah. Not everyone gets to do it, and so that is the amazing part. And um, and if it moves uh, our careers along a little bit, that would be great. Um, but uh, you know, not no, no one, not many people get to make one movie, let alone two. So we're very lucky. We're, we're yeah, man, absolutely. So now, now that the hard part is pretty much over with, um, when you turn around and look at the final product, how, how you feeling about it? How you feel? happy with something then maybe you're not I don't know what do you think you should always be reaching you should always be wanting it I feel like things should always be just out of your grasp so that you're always reaching and trying to be better I said we were screening we were screening for mistakes uh, in a copy last night and I I was actually like oh that's kind of funny yeah yeah. I mean you know We've seen it so many times. We've been living with it for about four years, writing it, uh, shooting it, and editing it, and watching the jokes over and over again. And um, so we're a little tired of the movie. <laughs> but I will say, uh, and we're excited to watch it with an audience, because that changes everything. Because then we get to watch the audience and see how they're reacting. Right. And hopefully if they enjoy it, that is so much fun when when an audience is enjoying your film and there's, there's no feeling uh, like it. But I will say that this movie, um, for us, it is closer to what we envisioned it to being than what we envisioned the selling to be, which I think is a good movie and people really like it. Um, say it was our first film, you know, and you learn things or whatever. So I think this is closer to our to our vision than that one was. And I'm not saying anything negative about that film. Just, right, right. You know, you, you set out to do one thing, you set out to make a masterpiece, you're like, oh, well, yeah. make a masterpiece. Right. Yeah, I hear you, man. We're very hard on our own work, though, you know what I mean? Well, which is good, and I think that was a fair answer, because if you finish a project and you and you have the attitude like, oh, that was awesome, we hit a home run, you're not going to be striving for even better the next time around. Is that kind of where you guys are going with that answer? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I get that. All right, so um, what I miss, is there anything else we need to talk about as far as this movie? Um, talk about, well, I guess, let's tell everybody where they can order it. Is, is, that, is that available yet for pre-orders? Yes, it is. On our website, um, if you go to, you can either go to bianiandivine.com, or if that's too hard to remember, you can do ddmta.com. Those are the initials for Gianni and Divine, the Epocalypse, ddmta.com. And you can pre-order the DVD or a digital copy there, and uh, we'll be sending those out once we, after we premiere and we get our distribution set up, and when distribution starts, we're going to mail out all of those, that stuff. Yes. Awesome, man. So there's no firm date on that. Yeah, so there's no but firm it date. Come. It will come. We promise. <laughs> yeah. We pre-order in three weeks from now. You're like, where's my DVD? <laughs> oh, don't get mad at us. We'll have to start another Kickstarter for, for the bail money you guys have to come up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about any current projects other than this movie? You guys got anything else in the works? We've got tons of stuff. Um, the, the biggest thing in the doc, we have a character that Etta created a couple of years ago that's really fun called Mary Olsen. She's a sort of sad sack girl looking for love uh, online. That's on our YouTube channel. 
And then we're also working on a web series with uh, a different Olsen that is totally unrelated. Um, but just by chance, we're doing a parody web series uh, about Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen from the old Superman comic books. Yeah. Movies and stuff. Gabe's been writing a really amazing blog um, for that. Yes, if you go to rubberreport.com, you can you can see Jimmy Olsen blogging about his tortured relationship with <laughs> Superman. And uh, the premise of the web series is that uh, Jimmy Olsen is no longer an 18-year-old teenage sidekick to Superman. He has aged in real time. He's in his mid-30s now, and he's still only a cub reporter at the Daily Planet. And uh, he's a little uh, jaded about his relationship with Superman. So he had just started a, uh, a webcam show to sort of complain about Superman who uh, will be played uh, by Barry Bossman. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And you guys yeah. recently did some voiceover work for uh, a cartoon B and Puppycat? Yeah, it's uh, made by Federator Studios and created by Natasha Allegheny, and it's amazing. It's so great. Yes, uh, if you Google B and Puppycat, you can watch all the episodes there. We did uh, we've done voices on two episodes. Sweet. One of which has been released, and I think another one has not been released yet. Yeah. But they're all wonderful. If you like Adventure Time, it's that same sort of type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. All right, before we close, just share your social sites one more time so that all the people listening can come check you guys and follow you guys. That's great. Um, our website, ddmta.com. Our Twitter handles are at Gabe At Etta Divine. And the movie is dd underscore apocalypse. At DD underscore Apocalypse. And you can also find uh, Deion and Divine Meet the Apocalypse on Facebook as well. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. There you go, folks. I pictures of Watson and Mrs. Field, so. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. I hope you guys had fun like I did, and I really appreciate you guys yeah. coming on board. And, um, Dude, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, and I'd love to get you back on um, and do a follow-up once this thing gets cooking, you know, where people start watching it and we can revisit this interview. 